Welcome to the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Here you will find powerful messages from our ministry founder and president, Patrick Baker. You will also hear interviews and testimonies, all designed to encourage God's people to come higher in Christ Jesus and experience true power in Him. Join us every week on our prayer line every Tuesday and Friday morning at 5 a.m. and Tuesday and Friday nights at 7.30 and 9 p.m. respectively. All times are Eastern Standard Time. And now, without further ado, sit back and enjoy the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Amen. Praise the Lord. Happy Tuesday. Thank you, Sister Claudette. And we just want to say happy Tuesday to everyone listening from around the globe. We are so grateful. We're so happy that the Lord has brought us this far. And he promised to continue to carry us. And as was mentioned, we're fasting. We're on this journey. And I know the Lord has been preserving us. He has been carrying us. and. Many people have been uh, have taken on a new diet, and I'm just praising God that the Lord is carrying a lot of people on just water. Some is just on fruits, some is on fruits and vegetables, and everything is limited, and it's on sacrifice. And it's so important to know that food is important. And last Sabbath, the Lord gave me uh, the scripture about the roll, eating the roll, and, you know, eating food, another type of food, a spiritual food. And the Lord will sustain us. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of the Lord. So it is an interested and good time to be a Christian. In these last days when we know that Christ is even at the door. Really, he's really even at the door. He's coming soon. And God's people really, really need to wake up. Because Christ is really coming soon. So we appreciate your prayers, your support. Um, last Sabbath we had a really powerful day. A powerful day of um, of the testimonies. The testimony from Izzy, that young lady from UK, sharing about her journey and the Lord setting her free. And I know a lot of people are on the list. Some people are waiting to be delivered. And everything happened in the right time. You know, God sees your cry. He sees your prayers. And there's nothing you can do out of the hand of the Lord, only the Lord. So as you wait on him, he sees your situation, he knows you, and he knows that your deliverance is coming too. So be patient and wait on the Lord. Wait patiently on him, and he will allow everything to come to pass. In his time, everything will work out, and it's going to be, will be, the right time. So as we fellowship, we continue to ask you to support us in your prayers, in your donations. In any ways, uh, the ministry is rapidly growing. And so the needs are increasing 
So we are reaching out to help people around the world. So we want to carry the gospel message. So, you know, it's increasing and we really appreciate your support. We have a lot of people supporting and we really love you and we know you're praying for us. You know, we are not hearing some people again, but we know you are listening. Um, had the privilege of speaking with a husband and wife, and they assured me that they were on. We haven't heard them a long time, and they were on. You know, so you always on our thoughts. Sister Dell was on my thought. Um, Sister Dell from Brompton, and 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 then I heard her testifying this morning. God have a way. We have another Sister Dell in New York, and. The Lord is blessing her too, and she have a team over there praying for us in New York. We have different people around the world that is praying. I spoke to a, a lady who wanted to get in touch with me. Her name is Rosemary Laws in Jamaica, and she too out there is praying. There's people all over the globe praying, you know, um, a lot of people are praying for us, and every so often we will touch base. If you don't hear us, you call us, you email us, you don't hear from us. We love you, and the Lord is working in the meanwhile. Every so often, um, we'll touch base. I remember my mind went on Brother Errol, and I was able to touch base with him to see how him and his family is doing. So the Lord knows you, and you are on our thought. No matter how you haven't heard us, we haven't returned your call, your text, your email, your WhatsApp, just to let you know that we love you and you are in our thought. I heard Brother Antoine there. You know, he's in our prayers too. We're praying for him. We remember him. We know the struggle he's going through. And he too is saying he wants to be delivered and, and he's going through a lot. We remember Sister Celeste. We are keeping her in our prayers. We always remember him. We are happy to hear Brother Brown. I listened to his testimony and, you know, Sister Jasmine always praying for him. So, you know, there's so many people around the globe as they fellowship, as they join us. We remember them and we are praying for them. And when you give your name on the prayer list and you share your testimony, everything is being recorded and we know what you're going through. We know you by name. We know some people. We know Sister Andrea in California. We know all the people that call in on a regular basis, you know, and say your name. It's written in the book. The Lord have your back, you know. You know, a lot of people are struggling and asking God, why me? Why me? Sister Landa is on our thought all the time. You know, we haven't heard her a little while. You know, Sister Ashley from Mount Vernon. You know, there's so many of God's people going through things and we are calling your name. We are praying for you in the background. We love you as we go through this 21 days of fasting. We have a lot of people coming on from different churches, from Candlewood, from the Barry Church, from Ruth Church, from Ajax Church, you know, from 
Florida, from UK. We have our team in UK listening. Sister Kareen and her son going through something still. We heard their request. We're praying for them still. They're from the Kent Church, you know, a lot of people from London, from, you know, many different places around the globe. People are tuning in because they want to be free, you know. Brother Dwight. You know, from the East End, Scarborough, we heard his request. We are praying for him. We know the Lord loves him and he's going to take him out of his trial. His deliverance is near. You know, God knows everyone that is underlined this morning. He knows you. He's seen your request. He knows that you're always coming on. Sister Walters, Sister Augustine, he knows the regulars who not leaving, you know, the regulars who seen us on Trevian. And, you know, sometimes we love to reflect back and see how did you get to know us? How did you come to know Button to Christ? Was it Trevian? You know, I know Sister Michelle was sending out a message to say, all those who get to know us from Trevian, do you want to share a short testimony? When you saw us on Trevian, was it five years, three years ago? Was it a year ago? God is getting his people together. We are all important. He knows you. Even though you don't say much, you're in the background. He sees you in Oshawa. He sees you in Peterborough. He knows you by name. He calls you. That's the love in God. As we unite together and fasten, coming together, almost the numbers going up, probably 160 going up, people joining us. He's seen all the newcomers, Sister Janice. He's seen a lot of different people coming on board who wants to be a part of the fellowship. You know, Sister Ingrid, he sees you. He knows you by name. You know, God loves us so much, and it's just a blessed time. When God's people get together, you know, the step to Christ is so powerful. Step to Christ. I don't know if you read it, the faith and acceptance. It's so powerful. You know, when the Lord talk about how we struggle to escape the sin, the bondage of sin. You know, that sin is a bondage that holds us captive. But the Lord says he has a gift to offer us. And this gift is without money, without any price. We don't have to pay for it. This morning, I want to look at one verse that comes from the reading. And it's uh, Ezekiel, Ezekiel 36, verse 26. And it's very powerful. It's wrapped up right in the reading. As we read, the reading is very captivated. It's powerful. Wow. You just have a highlighter and just highlight it. It's very, very powerful. Praise the Lord for the word and for Sister White, the Lord using her with such power. And... The word says, Father in heaven, we just pray that you will empower us 
around the globe, all those who are listening and those who have been transformed by the blood of the Lamb. Please, Lord, be with us now and open our eyes and our thoughts that we will comprehend in Jesus' name. Okay, so the word of the Lord says, verse 26, Ezekiel 36, verse 26, underline it, a new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you. I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you a heart of flesh. It seems really complex. It seems really complex. If you think about it, the effect of having a new heart. I know as human beings, a lot of people have heart problems. Problems with the heart. And the problems with the heart is because of sometimes our diet, what we eat. If we eat the wrong food, a lot of cholesterol and cheese and butter and milk, those dairy products, you feast on them, you love cheese. It will create blockages and prevent the blood because you see the heart needs the blood. The heart is that machine that keeps everything going. It pumps the blood different places over the body. It's like a machine. If you were to Google the heart and look on the heart in action, you'd be like, wow, how does that machine move inside of us like that and we don't really feel it? I see people jerking, you know? Then you will appreciate God. You ever start uh, one of those, um, those, those, um, we call it the electricity, that the backup for electricity, you know? The, the transformer, not transformer, but yeah, you start it and see it working then. And when it works, you see it shaking, doo, 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 and it's shaking, and it generates um, electricity. You know, it's a backup system. It makes a lot of noise, and it shakes. You know, a generator, yeah. So it, it, the generator then, it generates electricity. And if you ever see how it works, when it shakes and it makes a lot of sound and it causes things to happen, the heart is like a generator. So if you were to look on it, Google it when you can today during your, your fast year, and Google it and, and just put in where you can see the heart, a real heart operated. It would be like, it's like a big pump then. It's like one of those pump that you use to pump the water from your basement. You know, you have one of those sub pumps and you have a hole in your basement where water come, you know, you live in the hills and the hill generate water or you live downtown and water comes in your basement, you have a big hole, you have a pump and it siphons the water out. So therefore the pump comes on and it do, 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 and it sucks. The heart is like that. And when you're having a heart failure, 
is when the pump not working. So it can't generate the fuel, the blood that sustain your body and sustain your brain. If the brain don't get enough oxygen and, and, and blood, don't go to the brain. You can't live. You're going to have a brain hemorrhage or brain disease. Or... So if the heart is not able to pump because it's blocked, and that's why it's important to eat right. And I want to tell you, during this fast, if you were to get some of those greens that Sister Marilyn speaks about, some of those green leaves, and you run it through your juicer, it don't taste good. <laughs> good things for the heart don't taste good. If you want a heart restoration, it don't taste good. If you want your heart to be replenished, it's not going to feel good. The things you have to drink. When you drink some of these things, you're like making up your face and you feel it. It goes directly to clear those arteries. It, it clears it up. Some of the gunk that we eat, some of those fried food that we eat daily. We just love fried food. You know you have a heart problem, but you love the fried food. You don't want to eat, drink the green juice. If you don't drink the green juice, the thing, your heart cannot be replenished. And now that we're on the fast, it's a good time to get some green juice. Run it through, through your, your blender, Every, your juicer, everything green. And it doesn't taste good, but what it does is start to break down the, the walls and, and everything starts to flow a little bit clearer so the heart can function. You don't have to suck. You don't have to struggle. You know, you have your, some heart murmur, you know, heart disease, heart problem because of what we eat. I want to tell you another part, thing that causes heart problems is broken heart, brokenness. Um, when you're going through brokenness, your love relationship is not working out. And you're, you're worried so much until your heart cannot really work properly because all you stay home and do is worry you worry about your wife is my wife fooling around is my husband fooling around where is that man that i love so much i'm broken that person who told you that they love you you know um some people love to hear that word i love you when somebody said i love you and there's no action, and there's nothing behind it, some people get really broken and said, I thought he said he loved me. I thought she said she loves me. And it's a love is an action word. Christ loves us. He sent his son. It's action. And a lot of people listen to words. Some people are melt. They, they, they're, they're, they're melted, they, they're broken when they hear those words, I love you. Some Romeo words, but they are empty barrels. You know, some people love to hear the words and there's no action behind it. They say, oh, but he said he loves me. And look what he did to me. And you know what? When you read um, Corinthians and it talks about love, love is not puffed up. Love is not anger love is this it tells you it breaks down the properties and the character of love 
that love take action. You know, love don't go to bed and be upset with you. You know, so some of us seeing the signs that there's no love there. It's all a lie. But we have, we suffer with broken heart. You know, heart problem, heart issue. And, and because of that, some of us harbor anger within our heart. And it will stop the circulation too. It will cause the heart to murmur and cannot pump the blood. So we're going to have a brain problem, a mind problem, an issue with hands and issue, cramps in the hand, cramp in the, in, the, in the leg. We can't walk proper because it's a heart problem. When you have a heart problem, it affects the entire body. Say the Lord knows it. Mercy. If you harbor animosity in your heart, unforgiveness in your heart, you have a heart problem. You see, David knows it when he tells the Lord, Lord, create a new heart in me. Renew a right spirit. Do something for my heart, Lord. It's deeper than this thing. You know, I took the man wife and killed the man. There's a heart problem I have. David recognized it, that it's a heart issue. It's really deep. It's a heart issue. God is saying, when you recognize that in order to have good things happen to us, we need a transformation from inside out, not from outside in. We need something to happen. We need an inside job. You know what I mean? You need somebody to redo the engine. You know, you have a nice car. The body looks fine. It's no scratch, but it breaks down all the time. Because probably you haven't been put in oil. You have some people drive cars around and they think you can just drive it and say, you know what, I think it's okay. You don't need oil. You don't need fuel. You don't need certain things. If you're driving a car and you don't check the oil every so often, and it's not even a new car, or sometimes you buy a new car, so a new car so you have to check the oil. It needs an inside job. If you don't, the engine is going to fall out. The engine is the, is the heart of the car. It will fall out. If we don't maintain the heart and feed it the good food, physical food, so the blood can circulate, if we don't read the word of God and take away the animosity and anger, resentment, pain, and guilt from this heart, the heart will burden down and it will not generate. It can't be that generator that brings the excess power to power your fridge, to power your television, to power everything. It cannot. It will be broken down. So a lot of us are struggling with heart issue. During this fast, we need a renewed spirit. We need God to work on the heart because it's a heart problem. It's a flesh problem. Okay, listen, look at this. Verse 26, it says, A new heart also will I give you. We need a new heart, newness, new creation, new covenant. We need a new heart. I need one. Every day I say to God, give me a new heart so that I don't think bad about anybody. I have love within the heart. A lot of people go around and gossip about people, put people down. We need an overall. We need a heart, a new heart. Not only that, the Lord says, 
I will give you a new spirit. What is a new spirit? The new spirit is the Holy Spirit. I'm telling you, is the is the Holy Spirit He wants to put in us. That spirit that dwells in us, that spirit that brings conversion. His spirit cannot dwell in a heart that is going to be broken down. A heart that has no covenant with him. He wants to put a spirit within us, a new spirit. So it means then that if he's going to give us a new heart, as as the word says, you can't put old wine, new wine in old bottles. It's new, 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 newness, restoration. God is saying this morning, during this fast, a lot of transformation is going to take place. And we are making room for the power, the outpouring of the power that is going to come upon God's people. So he's saying, listen, in order to get the new heart, there's something that we have to do too. He said, he's going to put a new spirit, but he says, I will take away the stony heart. He said he will do it. In order for the restoration to happen, something needs to be taken away. The stony heart, the hard heart, the tough heart, the stubbornness, the hardness, something needs to give way out of your heart. Stone, stony, it means tough. Stone. It's hard. It don't break easy. You think it's easy to break a stone? You have to put a hammer to it. I put it in a machine and it crushes. It. It's not easy to break a, a stone. And the Lord is describing that he has to come in. His spirit has to really come into some of us to really transform that heart. But, but listen, listen, listen to what it says. I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh. So he's saying that within the fleshy body, there is a stony heart. I want you to try to comprehend it as we wrap up here to close. Comprehend what he's saying. He's saying within the flesh, there is a stony heart. But I know what makes it more complex, he says, I will give you a heart of flesh. So in other words, a stony heart is within the flesh. But now he's going to take that stony heart, turn it into flesh, and put it back in the flesh. I don't know if you can comprehend it. It's a little bit deeper. Let me try to unwrap it a little bit here. He said, I will take out the hardness out of the human, the man. I will take the hardness out of you. I will give you a heart that is able to pump blood. I will give you a heart that is have feelings. In other words, some of us heart is so tough that there's no feeling. There's no joy coming from the heart. God cannot live there because God don't live in unforgiveness, in doubt and unbelief and guilt and pain. We're harboring bad feelings. God is saying, listen, within your body, which is the flesh, I'm talking, and I'm not talking flesh here. There's two types of flesh. 
flesh as in sin he's talking and will take out the sin part of your flesh and the other part is just a session man human being but he says i will give you a new heart of flesh i will give you a heart that have feeling to know where you're at with god a heart that is able to be converted a heart that is able to say to your son i'm sorry even though you know they are wrong or you are wrong not puffed up a heart of stone half full of pride i'm not like that i've been doing this thing for 20 years you can't tell me what to do i'm expert at this a heart of flesh is to say you know what even though i'm doing this for 20 years you are more advanced even though you're 15 years old you have been reading more god equipped you with more knowledge i'm sorry i was looking at it the wrong way a heart of feeling a heart would tell your child i'm sorry i didn't know i left you in jamaica and they abused you i did not know that your dad was a molester and he molested you, touched you inappropriately. I did not know. Hey, something was over my face. I don't know how I didn't get it. I was taking him up for you. I put my son out, my daughter out because of my husband, because I was blinded. I, my heart was stony. I was foolish. My heart is pumping no blood, dryness, stony. All this arches is blocked. It's murmuring. Is shaking. The whole body is shaking. No heart. God is saying, listen, this morning, I will give you a heart of flesh. That heart of flesh, his Holy Spirit will dwell there. That's when he's going to put his Holy Spirit in. His Holy Spirit not going to come into a stony heart. Don't expect we're praying for the Holy Spirit to come down during this 21 days of fasting. And you're holding up somebody who done you wrong and you expect to be um, empowered. We have it wrong. You got to go back to this verse and go study. He will not put his Holy Spirit in us if our heart is stone. It's hard. It has no feeling. He said, I got to do a heart surgery on you. I got to put you to sleep first. I got to put you under the needle first where you're sleeping. When you're sleeping, when you give everything over to the physician, the Lord who is the great physician, he's going to put you under the needle. You're going to be knocked out. That's what we need to be done to us. Knock out so Jesus can come in and remove that stony heart that you have, that heart that you're carrying, guilt, you're suicidal. You're saying, where is God? But you're praying for the Holy Spirit. God is saying, I will not give you the Holy Spirit. Stop from praying for it. There has to be a conversion. There's got to be a new heart. There's got to be a new flesh within you. A heart of feeling. A heart that enjoys. A, a place where Christ can live. A place where God can live. A place. When people look on your face, they see the joy. They see the feeling. Lord of mercy, we need that heart. I don't know about you. But if you need that heart, he promised that he will put it within you. 
So this morning, get your hammer out, which is the word. He's going to break that heart. Get everything out. Get your knee pad out. Fall on your knees. Confess your fault. Repent to the Lord and say, Lord, come in and take out that heart and give me something new so that I can cry out, I can call out. What a God we serve. What a mighty rock. What a El Shaddai. What a great Jehovah Nisi. What a God who is able. That's what we need as we fast. We need this transformation. It's not me. It's not you. It's the God. When he put us to sleep, it's no more us. It's going to be the potter. He's going to be the great physician. He's going to have his tool. While you are sleeping, you may feel some things happening to you. You may feel a little bit of poking. You may feel a little bit of cutting. You may feel something coming out and something going in. But it's the power working. He's taking the nothingness, the clay, and he's turning it into something new. A new bright life. A new heart. He promised, he said, I would give you. God will give you that heart this morning. If you only let him. You think he's going to work on you if you don't let him? You got to invite him in. Hello, somebody. You got to go back and listen to that young lady, busy in the UK, who shared a testimony last week on the line. Go back and listen to it. This young lady gave everything and said, listen, I turned the television off. I turned everything off. I turned the phone off. Surgery is going to happen. The power is coming in. The great physician has all his tools, his knife, his scissors. Everything is coming in. Let the power in this morning. Don't be fasting and you're carrying animosity. You're still carrying the stony heart. You need to just lie down on your bed this morning. You need to fall on your knees this morning before we close. You need to fall on your knees and allow the potter to come in, to take out some of those bad ways, some of those broken hearts, some of those things. God told you, don't marry that person, and you still marry that person. God told you, don't walk down that pathway. You still do it, and now you are broken. Confess and tell the Lord, I'm sorry. Stop praying for her to come back. Stop praying for him to come back. God already saved you. Ask him to give you that heart. Because when he gives you that heart, the brokenness is going to be gone. The fleshy man of only loving that person because they look attractive is gone. The lustful heart is gone. The Christ will come in. The new covenant. The new man will come in. The fleshy Heart will come in. He will say, a new heart will I give you. Let the Lord give you that heart this morning as we be transformed by his spirit. As we fast, as we go on this journey, it's going to be no more the old man. The old man has passed away. Behold, all things will become new. I'm looking for the newness. God is about to pour out his spirit. But some of us is not ready. The hearts are not ready. God is saying, if you're willing, I will give you. 
as I close, if you're willing this morning, Lord is saying, if you are really, really willing, I'm going to do a work on you. You're going to feel a work being done on you. And you just can't stop it because you gave him already permission. You're under the needle already. If you give him permission today while you're working, while you're doing some things, you're going to feel some things happening to you. Hello, somebody. You heard what the young lady said in the testimony last week? She said in the night she felt her head open and things coming out because she made herself available. She invites the potter in. And when Christ comes in, the light of the world, the light of heaven, when he comes in, darkness has to flee. When the Lord touched down on her, demon was fleeing. They opened her head and fleeing. That's when you let the potter in. Let him in this morning. Don't be fasting and doing the same thing as usual. This is not business as usual. He wants us to change. Come out of Babylon and let Jesus lead. May God bless you and keep you this morning. May his face shine upon you. May you just wrestle with him and let him in. And when we get back on the line, it's going to be a new you, new me, new, new, new. Praise the Lord. God bless you and keep you as we'll now have the prayer request in Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to the Bun to Christ Ministries podcast. We hope that you were blessed. Feel free to visit our website at buntochrist.com for more content and information. Also, feel free to contact us at buntochrist70 at gmail.com with your prayer requests or any questions you may have. May God richly bless you, and we'll see you next time.